Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. I'm going to tell you what, I'm recording over on this side, but I'll tell you. So we're like midway through this conversation, and I'm going to pause to say, hey, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment podcast. Welcome. We were in mid-conversation, and we pressed play. Or record. So It just needed to start at some point. <laughs> so you got Ashley Chandler and Jim Parkin, and we are recording once again from remote locations. Yes. But it's all good. We're always one day closer. Yes. Actually, yes, I believe yeah. we could be back in the studio because they recorded a podcast last week. I just, oh, yeah. We, I just got to reach could. out. This has just been so nice to not have to, like, coordinate anything with the location. <laughs> just like, hey, what time? Yeah. And then we record. So, but I, I'm, like we've said before, I'm excited to get some guests on and yeah. do more. Not that this isn't important, and I'm so appreciative to all you folks that I've... That's right reached out and just given just great feedback on how this has been so good for these few months and stuff. But guys, I'm excited to connect with people, you know, be in studio and seeing faces and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. So if you'd like to be a guest on the Lighthouse Experiment podcast, go ahead and raise your hand. <laughs> Comment yeah. and message us. No, seriously, I know. And, yeah. and there's there's some projects that we're working on and things that will be coming at some point. But um, you know, maybe it's too soon. Maybe it's not the right time yet. But I'm I'm looking forward to doing more ride-alongs um, oh. and hearing from folks how life has been these past few months and just hearing hearing their story and hearing their heart. Um, because honestly, that's what that's what feeds my soul so much is just connecting with people and hearing other people's hearts, you know. So it's good for me to not be in my own box, and I'm excited for right. how that impacts so many people, you know. So right, dope. Well, we were talking about everybody before you joined us. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about something I've been noticing—a trend of, or it's like we've lost the baseline of respect. You know, and and how we deal with each other, uh, mainly on the social on social media. How we say that like an oldie. I mean, I'm 50 and everything, but I always say on the social media, like on the social. Yeah, well, and it's uh such a crazy phenomenon. (laughs) I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, 10 years ago, what'd you do? You went outside and you complained to your neighbor over the fence, or you called your human friend over the phone and you talk to them about that stuff and I think that you had better conversations that way because you either worked it out with somebody and had that dialogue and right now it's just blasting your monologue out for the world to see and you don't have to have any challenge back and there is no filter of I have to look in somebody's face and say this to somebody's face you know and it's crazy too the opportunity there's one thing that blows my mind and it's more of a phenomenon like on Instagram and whatever but you can make yourself private, right? Right. So you could be private. Then you could come on my page, which isn't private. You could just blast me in comments, but then I can't 
I can't like comment back. <laughs> right. Right. You're, and I don't know, that's just kind of weak. And then also I think with Facebook, you can turn comments off. So then you can, you're free you to can. say whatever. You can. And then without recourse. And it's just no way to be, you know, mm-hmm. I just, so there's so much going on. Oh, everybody knows it. And it's like beating a dead horse to talk about it, but it's just, what I'm noticing is, is a lack of respect for your neighbor to have a different opinion than you. You know, for like, real quickly, masks. Some people aren't going to wear it. They feel like it's a violation of their freedom, of their constitutional right. Some people are going to wear them all the time. Right. Me, it's going to be on a case-by-case basis. Right. You know, and that has to be, and we call ourselves the land of the free, that has to be okay. Those three options or any variation of them has to be okay. If I believe that COVID is a real thing and people are really sick, that you, you like, you have to be able to be okay. I mean, I disagree, but that's okay. We're still friends. And it's just, nobody's really doing anything, but just, I think in large part, honestly, just relieving stress. Yeah. I, I think, guys, we have to remember this has been a really hard year and it's been right. hard on so many different levels. And depending on how many loophole and levels you even want to acknowledge and look at. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, I, and I remember somebody saying a few weeks back that, you know, we're all riding, like we're all in the same storm. How is that mm-hmm. said? We're all in the same storm, but we're riding different boats or we're all, you know, like it's, we're all in this together. Same boat, but our, different storms or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that where it's very different depending on what point of reference you're experiencing this from. And so that's the hard part where I try really hard to understand somebody else's experience and point of view and perspective on it. But then it's right. really hard to feel like I can't even say anything because it doesn't really matter how much I try to understand where you're coming from. You don't really want to hear where I'm coming from. And so it's been very isolating to kind of yeah. feel kind of in a box in that way. And and just seeing the numbers, seeing the statistics, knowing people that have just shut their Facebooks off, gotten off social media, because it's just too much. And it's gotten just so – everybody's just so – tired and beat down right now and I I think that who you are when things are hard it kind of reveals your heart it reveals the pressure it reveals the circumstance and so I think even the best of people under very hard pressure and circumstances aren't always going to react the best um no I mean so I mean we got to remember we we have to extend grace and we have to keep trying just because somebody else is being hard to deal with or outright malicious or I mean it doesn't negate the fact that you are still required and still upheld by your own responsibility to behave in a way that reflects your own you know and and even more so as Christians like we don't represent ourselves. We don't represent our nation first. We don't represent our last name first. We represent right. the king first. And so right. we do have to die to what we feel are our rights. But then it is very tricky to figure out, okay, well, 
you know, but God doesn't mean for us to just, you know, be a doormat to other people right. either, you know. So, but I, that doesn't mean that we can't engage with respect and, and get to a point where it's like, okay, well, we're, we are at odds with each other. We don't understand or we, we don't agree with each other. But it doesn't mean that we got to get to the point where it's outright malicious. Yeah, for sure. You know, you know. And it's, and like, look, so over the weekend, a couple officers, I think in Florida, forgive me for not knowing exactly, but they were ambushed and shot and killed. Wow. So one of the guy, one of the officer's daughter made a very touching, like, memorial to her dad on, I think, Twitter or Instagram or but I think Twitter and she just gets blasted by all these people. And it was like the worst filthiest possible language and the most heinous hate filled stuff you could imagine. So, you know, I go to work today, not in the greatest of moods, you know, and I see a a cop buddy and we're looking at that together and instinct, like what Jim's flesh instantly went to okay guess what and now we're at war and we won't just we'll just not show up how about that right right. everybody hates everybody so much how about we just quit coming so lock your doors get a gun get a first aid kit check your fire extinguishers because now no one's coming yeah that's how you really feel well obviously that's foolish and everybody knows <laughs> that's really not what's going to happen. Right. And like immediately I got an emergency and responded to it. Right. Right. So right. it's just, it's just such a weird, just weird, weird time. It's that's hard. All. It's hard. And we got to remember hurting people, hurt people, hurting people. Yeah. Out, the Bible says out of the, the abundance of the heart. So the mouth speaks that if somebody is speaking with such, anger and pain there's a reason for it you may not like the reason you may not agree with the reason but there's a reason for it now it's the interaction how do we move forward in that i can understand all day long why somebody is the way that they are but how do i engage with somebody that's hurt and angry and maybe has trauma maybe is going through something maybe you know what we we have to we have to remember that we're not fighting each other we're fighting all these other things that are going on um i don't know if the somebody on the other side of facebook from me has been abused or raped or somebody's shot and killed their family member like i don't know those things unless i take the time to listen and understand and if i don't have the time to listen and understand like I guess that's between me and God, whether or not I'm supposed to be a part of those types of, con- you know, that specific, that person, that conversation, you know. So it, it's so hard. It's so hard, but it doesn't mean that we yeah. don't keep, like we said before, it's simple. It's not easy. That's right. <laughs> you know, and, and just kind of this dawned on me while you were talking. Um, we've talked about it before, too, and I've heard other, like, veterans say it. But, like, for us as first responders in this community you know, police, fire, EMS, what have you, we're all, I mean, some of the stuff we're going to end up seeing in our career, there's no preparing for. Right. But there's a level of training and there's a level of expecting that we're going to have trauma. Right. And we're going to have levels of post-traumatic stress. But we have a whole country of people that have lost jobs 
lost businesses, been sick, lost loved ones, fighting over masks, fighting over Black Lives Matter, all these things that all of a sudden were thrust into that they didn't have any training for. They weren't prepared for that. It's like the, the, the girl who gets raped. She didn't train to be raped. Right. Right. When we go through training, people are like, you're going to see some serious crap and it's going to affect you forever. And you're going to have to learn how to deal with it. So with all this hate, even like even the midst of all the hate coming kind of at police and first responder world, I think in some respects it's up to us as what they call sheepdogs or caretakers or, you know, overseers yeah. to kind of step up and be like, okay. We're kind of prepared for this. We kind of understand how this goes. It's like Pastor Jim when he talked about being in a hole. Well, when it comes to stress and trauma, most of us have been in that hole and we know the way out. So instead of just being hateful back, maybe we could use what we already have as, like we've called it before, post-traumatic development, you know. There, There you go. And... And kind of spin it into our superpower. Yeah. And just carry that through in the way we conduct ourselves on social media, face-to-face with families while we're out and about. You know, it's just, we have to be, it's it's kind of like, so if, if we're responding to a call with lights and sirens, and even if somebody hits us, we're considered the train driver. So a lot of the time that accident's still on us. Because okay. we were responding to something. Okay. So you have to kind of hold yourself a little bit higher level. Because you've made this promise that you're going to take care of people, take care of the community, and all that. So I think there's there's areas... I know it sucks. I'm not going to say it doesn't. Because it's still it's going to be frustrating. But where we could, we could level up a little bit. Yeah. And extend a lot more grace to, to people who are just trying to get by. Yeah. And maybe their release is to put all of us on blast on Facebook. <laughs> and if you, you need know. to get off Facebook for a while, maybe yeah, you do that, Facebook. you know? Um, I, I think that part of the neat thing about 2020 is that with all of the, you know, this is when we go to church on Sunday, this is when we have our group, and this is when we do this, and this is, you know, I think all those layers of structure getting together and, and community and, you know, all those things get taken away and you kind of, you have what you have left type thing. And, um, I mean, five years ago, if all this happened, I don't know, I don't, I wouldn't have had the same level of friendships and community going on, you know? Right. And now this time around going through stuff, it's, it's still hard, but I can't imagine not having the support that I have now because of friends that I can call today and text today and be actually honest with today sucks and I I need somebody to pray for me and I need I need you today. You know, that right. that makes all the difference. Um I watched a TED talk today. Actually my dad emailed it to me and this guy talks about a Harvard study that was done for seventy five years. They started it in like nineteen thirty something or whatever and they tracked 700 different um, men and they're down to like 60 some that they that are in their 90s 
Um, a whole set of them graduated. They were sophomores. They graduated, and a lot of them went off to World War II. They've tracked their lives all these years. And the, the, the main correlation between their happiness um, and their health in life was whether or not they had quality, strong relationships and community. Folks right. that they could lean on and knew would have their back and be there for them. Um, that was directly tied to their mental health, their physical health, their longevity, <laughs> like was their whether or not they had quality, strong relationships. You know, it, right. it, it makes all the difference every single time. Well, yeah, that's a fact, too. That's something that I've seen with in the military, like the old generals and stuff that stay in forever and then maybe their spouse passes away and then but when they retire a lot of the time it's like six months to 18 months later they've died wow once that like that you know because you have all that brotherhood and camaraderie and routine and everything is the same and scheduled and then once that's gone you know and so generals stay are typically uh, relatively old you know by okay. the time they get out so it's kind of later in life and stuff it's just you know or maybe they're not and it just seemed like that because I was so young when I was in the <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that could be too maybe both maybe both maybe a little both <laughs> but yeah man that's a big deal though relationship yeah. and community you know and that's so that's I why think, we do what we do right yeah that's why we have TLE is for relationship and community and a place for people to really say whatever. We aren't going to... Be able know. to hash it out and be sharpened, right. you know? The the Bible says um, iron sharpens iron, as so right. one man sharpens another. You know, we, we have to have that bit of grit and challenge with each other to become better people, and that's it within a trusted, safe place. That isn't just throwing a sword around right. and you know, mutilate right, you know. Because <laughs> that's the big difference, right? There's right. There's there's that, there's iron sharpens iron, you know. And then there's and just there's tearing also, people down and destroying them yeah, with words. There's also dudes hiding around the corner waiting for someone to slip up. Right. So they can come at them with that battle axe, right. you know, of social media. Um, you did know, you listen? Whatever. Right. Did you listen to uh, Pastor Jim and Pastor Carl their la- their podcast from last week? Yeah, that was yep. really good. Um, those of you that haven't listened to it, it was really good. You should go back and listen to it. Um, but Pastor Carl, you know, made a good point of, you know, change, man. Just change being how we talk and interact and speak, just within those circles of influence within your own family, within your own relationships. Right. And again, that's within a trusted environment so I just support coming from those that you trust challenging good conversation coming from those that you trust and can have good conversation and change being able to influence right. people that you you care about you know and um, you know th- there's just so much to that and you know not that as a community we can't make great change using social media and, and communicating and right. stuff but right that's absolutely true. It's it's really such a it is such a tool. It can be used at such a terrible expense, but also at a great expense. You know, we have to remember right. there's real people on the other side of that other computer and that a whole world is watching, you know, and Right. Absolutely true. And then, then you have then you have that. You have 
you know, people want to jump into the mix and all that other stuff. What's interesting is as a country, we talk about community, right? And we mean community like our small group or our families, right. all our, right. our but then it, those circles kind of level out, you know? Right. And really as a country, what we need to be right now is a community of people working together for something, you know, for our country. Yeah. But a lot of the time, it appears that it's just we're a group of individuals in constant competition, you know, and it's it's just the weirdest. And, you know, you have like one side or the other. You have to pick a tribe or a team, you know, to be a part of. And it's really that's that's not how it has to be. No. And and I would I would argue that most of the time that's not the way it is. No, um, when no, you actually no. I get, I would agree. Yeah, when you get face to face with somebody, have a conversation. There's always. I mean, I remember the Bradshaws talking about trying to explain what was going on with the riots in Haiti, and they're like, "It's too hard to explain," you know. And yeah. I, I, I remember at one point she did share an article. I think that went through like the eight different like layers of kind of what's feeding into this current climate of what was going on right. in Haiti, and. I think that's with every single person is that there's so much layering behind it that I think that we can kind of be on that spectrum and especially even just politically, what used to be kind of the guidelines of these parties, you know, even 30 years ago is different than what it is now, you know. So it's, there's just so right. much to consider with that that um, people are so much more, um, I don't know, there was a word that you used a couple of weeks ago, but just so much more, there's such a depth to people um, right. And again, dynamic. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word. Is that the word? <laughs> dynamic. Well, you know, I heard it said recently that that what we keep forgetting is that that politicians is just people. Government is just people. Yeah. That's what it was. It's that was good. People. Yeah. It's not. They aren't flawless. They're just people. You know, and it's and a lot of the time. You know, we have our presidents come through, and not just this one. As long as I can remember, they say things they're going to do, and everybody holds them to it. And if they didn't do every little thing, they're a failure. They're this huge jerk, you know? And it's, but it's just flawed humanity. Yeah. And I just, I think the big thing is the finding the ability to have, like I said when we started, that baseline of respect. And just extending grace. People need grace extended to them. Oh, I know I do. Yeah. You know? I do. Sure sure as heck needed it this week for me. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, and I think, again, not to, I'm going to be the one every time that says it's not like, it's not that all these other things don't matter outside the four walls of my home. I'm not saying right. that. I'm not saying that these national global issues, wherever, wherever else, you know, even, you know, pick a state, you Google a state and Google the news. There's somebody got shot. Somebody, you know, got somebody's houses. How many houses burned down in a day? You know, I mean, there's real things happening, but is, am I stepping from a place that's sound and secure? Can I grab the hand of somebody next to me and, I'm right now, gosh, I mean, if we could reach out to a first responder or a friend or somebody and just say, look, friend, I have your back. We're in this together. 
it's all going to work out. It's going to be okay. Like that's what people need to hear right now because we can work all these problems out if we, like you said before, if we work together on it and it's not all on one person's shoulder, it's on everybody to work together and do their own part. And so I just, I, I feel like it's in my heart to just continue encouraging folks you got this. You got to take one step at a time. There is right. a lot going on. There is a lot in your shoulders. This has been a really hard, crummy year, but there's so much that can still come out of it. And that has good, I mean, just even looking at King, Kingdom Builders, what has happened in Kingdom Builders and what has happened in just countless stories and testimonies of good things that have been happening in people's lives, but it's still hard this yeah. year. It's still hard. <laughs> It's crazy hard, but that's, you know, it's, but that feeds into it, right? That feeds into all the angstiness because what else is there to do? If you're not, if you're not like a so-called essential or frontline worker or whatever, you know, then you've been home, right? you know, for a lot of this time. So what else is there? But getting in this wormhole You get this social media rabbit hole, and all you see is bad news. There's no sports unless you watch fights. I watch fights, so I still have sports. But you know what I mean? If if your sport isn't car racing or cage fighting, it's. I mean, some of them are starting to come back, but you really aren't able to see what you see. Right. And it's there's nothing else for, for a lot of people. So all they see all day long in a 24 hour news day is bad news yeah, or what, you know, one side said and then the other side's mad at them. And then this report on coronavirus says this, but this report says this. And then all these things are happening so fast and simultaneously while people are kind of trapped in their bunker, so to speak. It's not healthy and you can't really expect anyone to see anything but bad news. Right, right. It just... And I mean, so for a lot of us, I think for the church in particular, you have to look at it like that as well. Is all this stuff happening, but are we flooding the social media? Are we flooding Facebook with scripture? No. <laughs> we could be doing that. You know what I mean? We could be posting something new every single day. Right. The church. Right. I mean, you know, we could be... We could be encouraging, sharing positive things. Well, like, and and it says, the word says, they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Yeah. You know, like we, we can overcome. We are overcomers. God calls us overcomers and that we are more than right. conquerors in Christ because of what Christ did and continues to do. He's not done. He's not done working. And no. a lot of times... I won't say most of the time, but a lot of times it's like, am I willing to stand up and believe it? You know, he, right. you know, there's so much that even Paul talks about Abraham, you know, his, his righteousness was his faith, his faith, faith that God would do what he promised he would do. And so it's not, it's not just in, do we have enough strength? Do we have enough fight in us to do what X, Y, and Z, you know, do, do we have enough faith? to stand by what we believe in, to really hope, to right. really believe, to really take God as, at his promises and continue being full of grace, extending grace and kindness to people even when they don't deserve it because that that 
changes things, you know. So we will continue right. to overcome by the power of Christ and our testimony, our, our test, our testifying in the goodness and truth and work of God that He'll continue to do, right. you know. And so we we gotta we gotta stay on mission, and we are yeah. still here for our people. We're still gonna keep fighting, and it's not easy, but we'll do this together, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's kind of for for believers, for us, for the church and stuff like that, or for anybody really, this will be, do you believe that God is who he says he is? Yeah. That's, the, you know, that's the question. And if that's the case, he has a plan. And how fortunate are we to be on the right side of it? Yeah. This is, this is the plan, man. This isn't new. This isn't happening. Even these things, God is sovereign over. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a shaking of the bush to remind us that we need a savior because we get a little bit ahead of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I know I do. Get a little bit ahead of myself. A little, you know, head gets a little swole. And then the next thing you know, I got to remember like, oh, snap. Well, I'm in a bind. Yeah. This is really hard. And I want to be changed. I want to be changed for the better. I don't want to be at the end of my days and be an angry, bitter old person. You know, I, I want the, and it's very easy in times like this to become angry and bitter and closed off. And are we brave? We said this last year, you are brave enough to serve. Are you brave enough to heal? Are you, you know, like we're brave enough to spit the stuff that we've been spitting and fight. It's, it's easy. It's easy to fight. Um, especially when it's behind a computer but can we be brave enough to be sacrificially extending of what, where we need to go, like where God's calling us right. and, um, you know, one step, one step at a time. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, that's the thing. Just to stay encouraged. We want all you guys that listen just to stay encouraged and like join us on our the weekly bible study that we host yes. like get on you version on your iphone or apple or your your iphone or your apple phone what on earth <laughs> your iphone or your you know your android device yeah. you can find the you version and you know i'll start putting the link up i'll do better than that so people can join cool. us but it's just cool be in that little community too you know mess message us you know, message Lighthouse Experiment page. And even if it's just like, hey, prayer for work, prayer for my right. family. Pray, like, you don't need to give yes, us your life please. story, but we will pray for you by name and circumstance. Um, you know, and you, you, you're gonna, you're gonna pull through. You just gotta keep your eyes up, keep your head up. Yeah. I love that. Keep your eyes up. Yeah. So we're going to be good. It's going to, we still got a little bit of ways to go. You know, it's, it's going to be all right. Be all right. I, I personally didn't think that I would be where I was. I don't know. It's, it's been a little bit more of a roller coaster ride than I think I didn't imagine. You know, it's hard to kind of imagine it before you go through it, but we're, we're one day closer and, you know. And for a lot of us that work, the, the so-called frontline or EMS or, you know, in the first responder and hospital world, 
It's like Groundhog's Day. Because <laughs> that's what deployment's like. It's like Groundhog's Day. It's like every day is Monday. Yeah. It's a weird way to look at it, but all y'all out there, if you know, you know. Yeah. And it just feels like every day is freaking Groundhog's Day. <laughs> but we'll get through it. It'll be all. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Cool. So... Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for joining us this week. Um, Let us know how you're doing, if there's something you want us to talk about. And if you do really want to come on the podcast with us, if you've got something to share, yeah, let us know. That'd be really cool. But um, thank you, Freedom Center Church, for your support, for making this possible. We love you guys. We appreciate everything that you're doing right now through this time to serve our awesome communities. So thank you. All right. Thanks for listening. And see you next time. Peace.